Cool, yo, this is Eric the Architect. You're now listening to Cabbages with these two amazing guys. Shout out to anybody listening to this right now with uh, love for music and movies. Listen, there's only one way to try, and that's to try to try. Try. Guys, welcome to another episode of Cabbages. We mm. uh we are thrilled to uh to offer you entirely unscripted. It's up weeks, Gary. All right. It's been hard. It's been hard. It's been a it's been a wild week. Lots going on in our lives. Fast and Furious Six was my only salvation. This is it. Uh. And as Jeff knows, I have prior to this had never seen a Fast and the Furious movie, save mm. for Hobbs and Shaw. And that was deliberate. I was like being obstinate in the same way that I've never seen. Yeah, I was I was the same way until the pandemic. I'd never seen a Lord of the Rings, like a lot of things that people like I had not seen. And it's like explains yeah, why a, why I do a podcast a that is full of full of terrible movies. Often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like things that people like, I go, oh, no, I'm not going to watch that. So you're not a big fan of the national conversation. But the thing is, you are mm. a big fan of these yeah, movies. Yeah. You've seen all the Fast and Furious films. I am. I, you know, I fretted doing this mm. for a couple of reasons. One, these movies aren't made for people just to jump in in the middle. Like if you're jumping in past four, it's really not going to make any sense. And even then, I, you know. There's only a couple of opportunities to go forward and it makes sense. Yeah. And the other thing is, what if he hates it and he just rags on me the whole time? And he tries to ruin my favorite movie. Now, those thoughts aside, I uh-huh. came to a conclusion. You can't like really ruin this for me. I like truly am all in on these horrible, asinine films. I just think they're so, it's like a zen for me. Where I just go in and I'm totally invested in the idiocy. Like watching The Young and the Restless. Mm. I'm such a big fan of dumb action movies. And I really thought you would enjoy this, but it's hard to enjoy. I understand. I watch these these dumb action movies all the time and I have my favorites and I have things that I like. And it's sort of like I recognize to walk into a franchise yeah. that has as long of an arc as this one has. Right. And a history and an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Like I could turn on some of these superhero movies, some of these comic book movies, and get and get dropped in it and be able to say, I haven't read the comic book. I don't know anything about it, but you know what? Sure. I, I'm just gonna go with it. And they make these films in a way that like even somebody who isn't oh that's but oh, that's really who doesn't what know I the lore about with this but with this film it, it because there is, is like, an investment like those of us story. who have stuck it out for 10 and are still mm-hmm. enjoying ourselves and there's yeah. been many of our comrades who have fallen we're just like sure. yo after six i just am like i don't care about these people anymore. or nine has gotten a fair amount of criticism for just being like yeah. some of this is phoned in but for those of us still on the ride it's really fun. It's like the most fun I have going to the movies. There was a point in the new one where something very pivotal happens. Mm. And a great led by yours truly, a great number of us booed. Booed. Because we don't like that character. <laughs> We're like, okay. No more, no. And like a bunch of people joined in with me. <laughs> Thought that was awesome. <laughs> What's <laughs> What's going to be interesting is to see if our guest is mm. where he falls within the spectrum of me vaguely familiar with these films I'll tell and you, having those yeah, ones. If he's and seen you, any of them, he'll probably like it. If he hasn't seen any of them, he probably won't like it. Well, we know he's seen at least one, and it's Fast and Furious 6. So we've got a great guest, Eric the Architect. Yes. Bush Zombies is here. We're so excited to have him on. Let's get to it. Let's Let's figure out where we fall within this spectrum of oddness and absurdity. Let's roll. (laughs) 
I am so excited to introduce our guest for today's show. Joining us now is the one and only Eric the Architect, a core member of Flatbush Zombies and the Beast Coast Collective. He's about to drop a solo album entitled I've Never Been Here Before. It's got features from everyone from Joey Badass to George Clinton. It's available starting February 23rd, wherever music is streamed or sold. So make sure you grab that. Eric is also about to head out on an international tour starting this March, and you can find all those dates in the show notes. Eric, hello and welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here, man. It's exciting yeah, thanks to have for being you here. Obviously, we're fans. And so, you know, we had to figure out what kind of movie we should do to have a guest like you on this. And, you know, we did a whole season of stoner episodes and like just watch stoner movies and like we've done that before. So we're like, we could do that. We could do that. And we ended up with Fast and Furious 6. You chose so, wisely. Before we get too into this, um, and before I point out what Jeff is wearing, let's uh, <laughs> let's just start with the basics. As as a as a as someone who watches movies, what sort of stuff do you typically enjoy? What's the kind of thing you 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 reach for? You go to see? It's probably easier to say what my faves are, right? Because then you can sure, kind of yeah. whittle it down. You got the Matrix, uh, Commando, Predator, uh, American History X. There will be blood. Damn. So uh, lighthearted comedy blood, mostly. Blood sport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blood Just sport. having a good time. Whatever. No. Yeah. I like serious Who cares? Alien. <laughs> oh, Alien, man. An Aliens. absolute classic. Those kind of like timeless movies that are like, I don't know how to describe them. They, no matter how many times you see them, they continue to have the same effect on you. It's not like you get drowned out by like listening to it for the 80th time like friday and the baby boy I've seen those movies so many times mm-hmm. i can't watch with any person they'd be like yo you know everything shut the fuck up you know <laughs> i the have seen you can friday over, i've yeah. seen friday maybe more than i have been alive for fridays <laughs> yes like i may have seen it more than the amount of fridays that i've lived through as an adult at least <laughs> there's Touché. a period of time there's a period of time i think in like the 2000s when i like I had like a day job and I had a check coming in every like Friday and I would just go to Best Buy and I would just buy DVDs. And mm. there were certain films that just became part of that. Friday is absolutely one of those. But I was a huge fan of a lot of the films you've just mentioned. The Aliens films were some of my favorite. That whole series was I've loved. Um, I was a, definitely a big fan of action films. And so I wasn't exactly, you know, I, I wasn't exactly familiar with the Fast and Furious series um, because I haven't seen any of these films until this one. This is the first I'm, of the Fast I'm and almost in the same boat as you. Just about okay. Me. I was going to ask kind of where you stand with that. because So I'm the resident that. expert here. You're the expert. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I You've saw seen 10, everything. I saw 10 and I fell asleep, uh, which is hard well, to fall asleep during a Fast and Furious movie, but I did. Well, yeah. I'll tell you this. If you're starting at 10, you're missing approximately 25 hours of lore. And I can't, like, other than the explosions, I can't imagine a world where you're like, yeah, this makes perfect sense. All of this makes sense. uh, There's one with Bow Wow, right? There's like a... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's there's a ton of, like, if we really wanted to, this is the ludicrous episode, and we'll get into ludicrous Technically, it's a ludicrous episode. Okay, okay. It is. But uh, that said, you could do a number of rappers mm. through like we could do two, at least two more episodes just based on other rappers that are in the films. Okay. Uh, the And each soundtrack has a fair amount of rap on it. Mm-hmm. Like these, these movies definitely target rap and rappers as like something to bring the, you in, to draw you in. The core audience. For sure. Gotcha. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, we've uh, got we've got other plans for uh for for Bow Wow, so don't worry about that. That will happen at some stage. Do we? Oh yeah, oh, that's no. it's on it's on. Deck oh, wait, are we watching Mike? Like I don't know if I can do that. I saw like Mike uh, at a drive-in like movie theater. I saw it at a drive-in movie theater. <laughs> it was like I'm gonna kid you not. It was like like Mike. And of course, was, you're gonna kid me not. You were like 25. <laughs> like Mike, and then it was uh, it was like double feature. The other one was <laughs> M Night Shyamalan Signs. When did that come out? Were we kids? Uh, it was like they were like early twenties. I'd probably say it was probably in their like early to mid two thousands. Signs was a movie. 
It's a movie. I it's a movie. I I don't like any of his movies besides mm-hmm. Sixth Sense. So Signs was really I mean, spoiler alert, when you actually see the thing, it's like mm-hmm. <laughs> at the party, like the kids' yeah. party. I was like, what is this shit? It wasn't even scary. It was just like weird. Like it, it was I not still like I, I Knowing is a better movie than Signs and Gary. Will no, what no, no, we're not talking about Knowing. We're not talking about Knowing. No, no, no. We, <laughs> we can though. We can just for episode. a second. We just did for a second. Episode. We did that just episode. for a second though. Move on. We move on from. You're that. definitely we ready to talk about Fast and Furious Six. I can tell. No, you. but I th- I think it's probably worthwhile that like when we talk about how this film sort of ha- has an audience that's definitely targeting hip hop fans in terms yeah. of soundtrack and terms of people been in it. Obviously, Ludacris has been in this since the third movie, and is other than he's been in it more than. Other than the people who they, who started the film, who were in the first ones, he's been in it more than any of those people. And, Absolutely, wow! And so it's really something to see, like kind of how this goes. I'm curious, um, just as we approach this, what sort of your experience with Ludacris as a listener to his music, as somebody who's seen him on screen, sort of like what is your impression of kind of Ludacris as a rapper and an actor? Ludacris is the man. I think when What's Your Fantasy came out, I was in seventh grade. Um, and yeah, word of mouth. Um, I mean, he has, I feel like he might be underrated. I think the acting probably made people forget how dope of a rapper he is because he's so successful as a, as an actor. Um, I think depending on how old you are, you probably only know him as an actor. Um, but for me, Ludacris was like one of the, I'm from New York, you know what I'm saying? We don't really growing up we didn't fuck with nothing from the south really like it took a while for that to really like make sense to us the only people we really liked was like outcasts you know we we, you know or like a scarface anybody that took um would say like a style from new york which i feel like we we um we're more lyrically driven in music um i feel like somebody like ludicrous when i remember when he um he did Child of the Night. There was Child of the Night. He had so many really good records where he was rapping about basically that people sleep on him because he's from the South. And I thought that to me, you know, like a Wayne or something like that, that became a lot more popular later on to rap from like from a different region and be like, yo, like I'm like a real rapper. Like just because I'm not from New York, don't make me like a not spitter or whatever. And I feel like he's one of the earliest people that I heard say like, I don't care where I'm from. Like I'm gonna put on for, from for you know for Atlanta. Like I'm not from the South because I'm from the South doesn't mean that I don't know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I respect him. Uh, some of my favorite music videos come from him. I feel like he added a nuance of um, humor to hip hop music that was well needed as a kid because a lot of the idols had a really like hard image and shit and he took it not that it shit wasn't hard but he made it so it was okay to be cool and, and funny too and didn't have to be so serious um so yeah i would i would say he's definitely underrated he's a goat for like for sure and his own right yeah i sort of yeah i grew up in queens and i still live in queens so i sort of like had this mentality that you described where it's like there's a resistance that kind of exists it's sort of like all right well let's say like how good are you to get past my defenses? Otherwise, if you're from New York, the bar is different because there's an expectation internally. But mm-hmm. like, it's like humor and those music videos, you know, people like Spike Jones who made like music videos for him, like they broke you down. Like they make right. you sort of like, you're, you drop your defenses because you're like, so it made sense that he transitioned into films. And what I really found interesting, again, not having been hugely familiar with the Fast and Furious films, again, having only seen this one, uh, that we watched for this episode, and I watched Hobbs and Shaw, which is completely separate from right. all of these. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's fun. It's fun. But the one thing that I learned kind of with that was like he was making movies at the peak of his powers as an artist when he was topping sure. charts, putting out number one albums, you know, mm-hmm. having hot 100 singles repeatedly. You know, this is when he was acting. So, like, you think about his arc of a career is, is extraordinary. He did so much like between 2000 and 2010. That was mm-hmm. just like, he put out yeah. all these albums and like, I think he has to put an album in now in nearly 10 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, so he's sort of definitely moved away from the, I need to be the person in front of the screen. No, he was, he was, you mentioned outcast before, obviously like 
artists go go away and then they come back when they choose to come back how they want to come back Ludacris yeah. sort of just moved into another arena completely like some of you yeah. and said like i'm going to stay in this arena he's mm-hmm. let, he'll make he'll drop a song he'll be a feature on a, on somebody's project but like he's not like doesn't seem to be particularly interested in like playing the album game right now he's much more interested yeah. in being on screen no, well, how long has it been 2015 i think it was 2014 was the last album was so it the we're one talking, uh, we're almost at a decade he's not rapping anymore this is a a full queen latifah transition <laughs> yeah straight we're like did, oh wait did, a minute uh, i guess she's just like not a rapper anymore in a way and one of yeah. his most recent movies is with queen latifah it's oh. like a netflix <laughs> film that came out during not, the pandemic i'm gonna watch that when we're done that it's sounds called, awesome i, I love those two human beings end of the road i was reading about it end of the road ludicrous okay first and foremost <laughs> This is like one of the only times I can dunk on New York City. Oh, from wow. Growing up in the South. It's yeah. very rare when we get to do this. Okay. But because that like devotion to our cities wasn't there, mm-hmm. we could like anything. And I can't tell you how undeniably cool it was to be knowledgeable about New York rap because it's easy to get. Mm. And just turn on the radio at any time and bump shit like ludicrous hell yeah and like and there's just no rules nobody's mad at you you just get to listen to all of it and love it all and ludicrous ludicrous was one of my first rap shows the opener was field mob field mob played for approximately nine minutes so we waited for a long time for ludicrous (laughs) and it was awesome uh it was in cameron indoor stadium where duke plays so it's this tiny you know, kind of small Coliseum venue. And it was very expensive. So the crowd was like predominantly white. Mm-hmm. And he came out and the first thing he does, no announcement, no nothing, he just grabs the mic and he goes, white people! And we lose our minds. The place is wild. Absolutely <laughs> screaming at the top of their lungs. And he throws down a hard set. Damn. Like all of it, including like he tells a long story before pussy popping, which like I didn't realize you really needed a long story to that that song, but it was awesome. Uh, Ludacris is dope. And it was just so much fun, that guy. But Mm -hmm. nobody combined like fun and hard ass lyricism like quite like him. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. I remember when he did the Austin Powers song. Number mm. one spot. The, old, the only dude in the free world that could make that clown beat into like the most fun song of the summer. Yeah, who could do Come that? On, who man. could do that? What be a, a be talent, a man. Game, scheme, plot, plot. I, I mean, only I him. Maybe Redman. Maybe. Maybe. Redman. Maybe. Redman has very similar. He could do yeah. whatever he wants to. He can get on any say, beat and be Redman. They're all from the same cloth. Him, well, Eminem, uh, Eminem said that he's like basically like Andre, Reggie Noble, uh, Big L. So he's from the same battle rap, sure. kind of like playing, you know, when you rap, you don't say shit like about, you rap about much better than you everybody you are, which is what we do. But then it's also like playing on the fact that like none of the things that you're saying really can happen, but I'm going to make sure. them sound like they can't like pick the world up and smack the world with your right hand and shit like that. Like they, like literally, you know, he comes from that same league of people, and I, I don't know Ludacris, but I'm sure if I ask him who his favorite MCs, I'm sure M and Redman would probably be on his list for sure. Yeah, she's about right. And I would say to borrow from another movie franchise that Luda comes to a mic with a particular set of skills. And <laughs> yeah. That's a little Easter egg out there for certain people. Nonetheless, uh-huh. I, I I think it might be beneficial as we're about to really dive into the discussion of this movie that Jeff, you are the resident expert on all things Fast and Furious because indeed Eric Eric and I have both watched one movie, this one. Uh, no, so he's, he he's watched one and a half. He slept through part of yeah, two. Okay, the fair. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I watched the yeah. spinoff movie, so I guess it's two for me. Can you yeah, yeah. give us? Can you give us give a little yourself background? some credit here? Thank you. Yeah. What do you what do you want to know about I don't Fast want, and Furious? Six? I don't want to hear Ask me a anything. lot. I don't want to hear a lot. What I would like to hear though is Ask me a, 
I want to understand the context of Ludacris's character in this. Because sure. when we meet because when we meet him in this, it's like, okay, he is playing this particular role. He's the tech uh-huh. guy. He seems to have a very First wide and foremost, of cars. What's his deal? First and foremost, base level, anyone we talk about in this film has a ridiculous knowledge of cars and is a crazy good mechanic. Okay. An okay. insane builder mechanic. They can okay. build anything. They can do like they are, for all intents and purposes, superheroes in that department. Mm. When we meet Ludacris, he's young, a young, hungry mechanic involved very deeply in the racing scene. He fixes a lot of those cars. He soups up a lot of those cars. And he... Gosh, it's been a while since I've seen the one that he was at first. Uh, anyway, he... I guess transitions is a word like kind of like the way one day he was a mechanic, a young, hungry mechanic with like a great shop and like really good employees to he's a computer expert. Now it happens over time in the movies, but one day, much like with his rap career, you kind of turn around and go, Oh, he just doesn't do that anymore. And a lot of the characters sort of start either from there or being a cop they're either like master mechanics in the racing scene slash racers mm-hmm. or they're a cop okay Lud- like Chris comes from the criminal right. side but was in a very real way a legitimate business owner he just like didn't follow the rules of like building cars he built fast cars oh cool. that actually hurt me a lot i didn't know what the hell yeah and like we don't really know how that transition happens it just sort of is there and we're like cool he's the he's the expert awesome (laughs) that's what he does uh next question no i mean that's the question that that, no more questions for me about this movie um (laughs) i just want to get a sense because as we kind of go into his performance as the focus is yeah well um i guess everybody hurts shout out i i think it's just you know for those who haven't seen this film it does take a pretty standard action movie trope it goes Uh government agent recruits criminal or criminals to help catch even more dangerous criminal or criminals with the fate of the world at stake that is if you're cool with that trope then i got good news for the rest of the series (laughs) (laughs) great news folks it happens a lot (laughs) like humans trusting the transformers levels of a lot where People who Uh would never be friends or family, as it were. Family. People who would never be family need to become family because the thing that's coming is like nothing you've ever seen. Sometimes and it's an invention. Sometimes it's just a human being with no conscience. Likely it's a combination of the two, but they got to figure it out together because it's all crashing down for them. In this I do film, have a was, question. Yeah, go, please. Why didn't... I was so confused. They're like, oh yeah, Michelle Rodriguez, she doesn't know. And then she shoots, bro. And I'm like, I thought that was her mans. And it's just like, oh, she doesn't know. It's like, why okay, didn't she know anything? She's, like, her reappearance is because she's dead from two movies she, ago. <laughs> I don't understand, though. Like, she died I, in, the, in the series. She died like movies ago, plural movies ago. And so she's a robot. What we learned the reason they tell that whole drawn out story is because this is like a new thing for the franchise. No one has come back from the dead. You know, we've met new people, new people have attempted to destroy the family and then become part of the family or or been killed, but no one in the family has died but her. And then she's like, yeah, I didn't die. I just don't remember anything. So that's the backstory of her is that (laughs) this person, this person is coming back to life for them. And And so when she doesn't understand why she sees Dom and something happens to her, she shoots him, but she shoots him in a non-critical area, just above the heart. No big deal. He's fine. In fact, he just needs one piece of gauze. So he, so wait, he he was on vacation with his new girl, and then he showed his new girl. Yeah, she's been dead for years, and he she was a cop. You'll be shocked to know. 
that she was a cop. Spoiler alert. And 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 he she's got a chance to take him down, and you can put A, B, and C together and figure out that she fell in love with him. Uh that's that's that. Yeah. So he was in his new girl and him were like getting hot and heavy, serious. They're like living together now. Things are happening. Whereas we only knew they were hooking up before. This comes in hard on like, oh, they're together. Oh, they're together. Things are good. Things he wasn't are good. upset. He doesn't like, want it. This is one of the only films, really. He doesn't want to go back to the life at all. Mm. There's no, I didn't get the treasure. There's no, it's not like an Indiana Jones thing. It's really, truly like, I got this bad Brazilian. And I have no extradition immunity in one of the most beautiful places in the world. And I'm flat loaded from wild criminal activities. Mm-hmm. And her being alive really honestly seems like the only thing on earth that would bring him back to this criminal activity. Which and is why happened. Lo and behold, <laughs> we got her back. We That's love we Letty. I stand Letty. I think Letty's <laughs> awesome. I think Letty's fucking cool. It's just a shame that the actor who has to play this part is Vin mm. Diesel, who has no range okay, that right. anyone can perceive. So take it just killing... just take it easy, Dom is their leader. He has to show a certain amount of gravitas, which is all the time, no matter what's going on, unless it's an attempted smile. Speaking Otherwise, of gravitas. Gravitas. The Speaking of gravitas, can we talk about your shirt that you're wearing at the moment? Oh, sure, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So this is a wish.com. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Fast and Furious 6. It's for the sixth movie specifically. Yes. My At the time was my favorite in the franchise when I bought it. Uh, and I also wow. have wow. the chain. I have the Dom chain. Oh, you have the Dom chain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wish.com, yeah. baby. $7. Ooh. Well spent. That's a with flex. shipping, it was seven. Oh, with shipping, yeah, man. I feel sorry for the <sighs> small third world country child who had to make the, that shirt for you. That you will never get, who will never get to see this movie. That's the reason, that's the reason that we only bought one each of oh, us, right? We gotta limit each it to us. one, yeah. Each of us, that's, how many did that's you buy? Movie. Well, I okay, so you'll be shocked to know I'm part of several outside the movie families. We call ourselves families uh, who like watch these movies and talk about them all the time. We're like obsessed with these total submoronic movies. I just think that they're the greatest thing going other than Mission Impossible. Mm, okay. More, more, more. Okay. So I was with my original, my OG. We like during the pandemic would watch and talk about it incessantly mm. and like it was just something to like talk about while we were trapped there's discourse and it really like i was anti these i was like i'll never watch this is so stupid i hate cars <laughs> i hate cars i like hate cars <laughs> i've been hit by them i've been yep. wrecked in them i hate them so much and i think these movies are glorious <laughs> just think they're awesome. Do you think the cast is what got you there? Do you think like it's like Tyrese and all these guys, you think that was like, oh, you know what the intrigue for this is? Is because of the cast. Cause then I could kind of see like, yeah. It's like it's like the expendables kind of mm-hmm. once hard. so I have a very high tolerance for very bad if okay. the like the thing that we're trying to do is still fun and pulled off. Mm, (laughs) You know what I mean? So I knew within like 10 minutes of the first one that I'm going to treat this more, 10 minutes into the first one, so much like hard machismo has been thrown at you that these are truly special, wild, competitive human beings. Gotcha. And they're great at what they do, whatever it is. It's, It's thrown at you hard. And I was like, oh, I'm going to treat this more like naked gun than I am like predator. <laughs> right. I'm right, not watching right, this right, right, because right. it's not, to, right. Yeah, yeah. It's not. Okay. I got you. Okay. But yeah, they do some really weird inventive stuff with like technology. It's not, it's not like they're, cha- Oh, that guy's got a weird algorithm. We got to chase it or he'll end the world. These things are like, Oh, this person has access to all of the cameras in the world. 
and can see or find anyone at a moment's notice. That's a lot of power. It was some of the worst um, timing for things to happen. It was like weird. It was like this guy can like jump. I think Vin Diesel's character like jumped and saved the Michelle Rodriguez or whatever. Yeah. And I just was like, uh-huh. that's not even a human jump, but like the movie doesn't have sci-fi. It's just weird. Like, okay, like if they that's have it. superpowers, then like you should be able to like, they should turn and see like some green like robot thing in their eye at a moment or like somebody yeah. has a robot arm or like, is it just regular people like cracking jokes and then all of yeah. a sudden these like bionic powers come out. So, like, no, they, no, Jeff. So no, no, Jeff. Like, it's so weird. It doesn't make I just, sense. I just, no, Jeff. No, Jeff. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Gary. This was, this was also my thing with this. Again, sure. Coming into this. Now, I, I've forgotten about Hobbs and Shaw when I watched that movie. So I forgot right. that there's a real prominent sci-fi component of like Idris Elba is like a cyborg man. Jeff, don't talk yet. Now, <laughs> I came into this one forgetting that and thinking falsely that this was a street racing movie. That was now also. Oh no 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 no! But Street racing we've left far behind. But it's, as it's, it turns it's in the past out, now. as it turns out, this is a comic book movie without comic books. Okay, so here, first of all, that's awesome. I don't know why that sounds like it's a downside. Jeff, do you like comic that's book books? awesome? Do you like comic no? Books? But these aren't comic book books. So here's the thing. Here's, and I want you to hear me out on this. I know what your theory is, and I believe it to be true. But over time, we like learn more and more about them. And they, in the movie, to their credit, question whether or not they are superheroes. Mm. And then they just kind of laugh it off. Okay. That's in nine. Okay. So like, <laughs> it takes so nine this, thing, after this, this thing happens. When three you're in like one, later. two, and three, they are just incredible drivers. Okay. And then the physical stuff starts coming in in four, five, and six. And The Rock is a superhuman cop because he fucked that person up really bad. And it was just like, he trashed the whole room, but like the ceiling fixture was broken. I'm like, no human person can like throw someone like that. I know he's The Rock, but it's like Batman. That was like, I I was like, why did he do that? Like, my theory on this is very short, but basically, all these people with these sort of they're discovering over time their superpowers and naturally they are gravitating toward each other because they're the only ones that can do this shit. Okay. The cops in these movies are like, there's maybe one or two total that make it out of the fray to be part of the superhero gang. Everyone else getting smashed cars, flipping explosions. They're just getting run over by tanks these are like Tanks. the human life body counts. If you were to body count and and put them in buckets, cops would be number one with a bullet. These things murder hundreds of cops at a time. It's a Which, it's a hilarious joke. Okay. Fine, that's fine by me. I'm not really okay. yeah, totally. Look, it's part of the it's part of the charm of the film is that like they I'm continually have to prove like they're not superheroes per se. But they have defined powers and they don't question them. And they don't use them for good. That's for fucking sure. Right. I got that too. Yeah, it's got, awesome. yeah. Is Bow Wow a superhero in his movie? So or is he in not every division? not everybody graduated up from the street racing scene to become ah, so he's in the racing division. The he's people you're seeing Tokyo Drift, yeah. right? So yes, okay. Tokyo Drift is weird. Tokyo Drift actually happens after this movie. The okay. last, the last scene that's during. I, I, I hate for. I don't want this to just be an explanation podcast. I'm sorry. Really, you don't. I like you don't. I truly okay. love. I truly love this movie so much. I think you Three, want this to be an explanation podcast so badly. It kind of is. Three and maybe I do. Three maybe. is actually after six. The scene you see in the credits is a rehashed scene. We already knew that Han was dead. This is Han's past that we're watching, four, five, six. Then three, which already aired. uh, And then from there, it's straight. Three is my least favorite film to watch, but it's the most important film in the series. Do you think the director that made this, he knew that he wanted to make this many of them, or do you think he was like, fuck it, let's do another one? I think three was almost unrelated. Like it was in the universe, but there was only 
one minute, maybe even less than a minute of a single person from any other movie that's been shown, mm. basically. Yeah, wow. it was. It like, was it's fun. very loosely. We're meeting Han and then we're learning about the adventures that him and Han went on together. This is Vin Diesel. I'm talking about it, obviously. Mm. He's in it for like 30 seconds and they like meet up and talk. And then it's like they allude to a past four five and six of that past. Okay. I could never watch any movie with Vin Diesel talks as much as he does in these movies. Uh, well, he talks uh, less and less if that's a... <laughs> the, just kind of stands can't. around a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, he just, he's just a, like a, a guy in a shirt to me with a ball yeah. head. I watched it with my wife. I watched the movie with my wife, who also had not seen any of these films. Um, I can only imagine that she was mortified <laughs> and like never again. Within minutes of the film, she's like, I <laughs> it's can't... A I can't look at Vin Diesel. <laughs> He's like a talking thumb. And I don't disagree with her. In that oh my God. He's just like... No, I don't either. And he, if he was an actor, like, say what you will about, like, I think, like, they really try to shoehorn that we're supposed to care about the relationship between <laughs> Vin Diesel and yeah. The Rock. Yeah, but like right. it's not a fair fight in terms of dialogue. Well, they're it, pitted. You're missing, you're missing they're some pitted, lore there, but I I know yes, yeah, but they're pitted against each <laughs> other. Meant to mean. be like, oh, they should be going back and forth talking to each other, and it's like, right. no, Vin Diesel should say nothing, and the Rock uh, should provide the exposition. Rock should just run, yeah, just run. Rock should provide exposition and punching, and that's great. The, <laughs> that's what we want. Exposition the explanation and is that Vin Diesel knows that these people at some point will become family if he just holds out long enough. Well, and he's not wrong. It's baffling to me. The Rock is family. The Rock was there for him when he needed him. And Vin Vin Diesel knew he was going to be there. They have this like little tete-a-tete after the the scene that I think Gary texted me and was like, really was mad at this movie at this point. (laughs) Where where Vin Diesel meets up with uh, with the first of the two Shaws that we meet in this series. Owen Shaw. Owen Shaw. Or Luke Evans, okay. right? He meets up with Owen Shaw. And they have their, like, super bro. We're like, I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. And then The Rock, it, it turns out that one of his main dudes and The Rock are, like, aiming rifles at the main bros. Yeah. And so they're like, oh, yeah. we got to walk away from this, but we'll meet again or whatever. And then no. Rock comes down and Vin Diesel's like, <laughs> the Rock comes down and Vin Diesel's like, or, or the Rock says, how did you like, what if I hadn't been there? And he was like, I knew you'd be there. And he shows cool. him the tracker, shows him right. the tracker from his car. Yeah, yeah. Right. I had a big problem with that scene because we are led to believe, and Eric, you can tell me if you think differently, but we were led to believe that the bad guy in this film, Owen Shaw is supposed to be this dangerous criminal mastermind who is a threat to the world, to the fate of the world. He is the most dangerous person. So Mm -hmm. much so that Hobbes has to recruit this gang of criminals Mm. to help it with who have a very particular set of skills. Who shocker alert, you can't fully trust in a way. And you bring them, bring them on to do that. And suddenly we're in a position where this guy who they've been trying to find and catch Hmm. for all this time is literally, literally is in your sights. A red (laughs) dot on him. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. (laughs) And he does not take the shot. That was so weird. I didn't understand. He was right there. But they knew that there was somebody like watching. They're not. They've been through this before. All of them have had this meeting and like, look, there's guns everywhere. No. The understanding here is that unless I order, don't fire. Because they're the leaders. If you kill the head, the body will die. Without them, we're led to believe these things wouldn't happen. Which, yes, in theory, is probably a really good idea. Yeah. But for Mm. the sake of the movie, we got to keep it rolling. But then I feel like the ending just never, it's like something happens and it's like, oh, it's mm -hmm. the ending. And then I'm looking, it's like, not as an hour left. I'm like, but just Mm -hmm. the ending just happened. (laughs) And then I'm like, oh, this has to be the ending now. And it's like, Uh, nah, it's 40 minutes left. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Doug, the last like 15 minutes uh, is so completely insane. Let me, 
burst you know through the insane, plane. It you just, know how insane uh, the last 15 minutes of the plane scene is? You probably forgot that during all of the fracas, the crooked cop and Letty fight for a second time. Yeah. And this time they've both switched sides. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yes. So they were they fought as enemies and then fought oh as the God. different side enemies in this movie. And I it was forgot almost forgotten yeah. because you have three cars, small sports cars, holding a cargo plane on the ground. Because they're such good drivers. I just <laughs> Imagine I've never, I've never, never heard anything so ridiculous. This movie is, yeah, <laughs> it's excellent. It's <laughs> so good. It's so crazy. Eric is spot on because I too was like, "How are they still dragging this out? How is this still happening?" Because <laughs> the madness to me is like when that scene where they could have killed him. I guess that was like an hour and fifteen in, and back <laughs> in the day. An action film could be like 95, 100 minutes, and everybody. Oh, would be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They were great. This is, them out. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like a few scenes later, they actually have Shaw in captivity and mm-hmm. they have to let him go because of threats. And then The Rock chastises Vin Diesel and crew for letting this guy go when The Rock, 30 some odd minutes prior, had a mm-hmm. literal gun on the Chance, guy yeah. and could have ended him so i'm like this is just like that's just bad writing like regardless of, <laughs> of lore regardless of our that's bad writing in the classic I mean, I, action movie sense in the I mean, bad I action test, movie though sense. that this is like can't name a sixth movie in a franchise that was more fun than this one uh leprechaun which one was that <laughs> was which that one space? was that no, this that was a space. back to the hood. No, not as good as this. No, right. absolutely. This <laughs> second hood this. one. This the movie didn't. Hood one? This movie didn't have a member of Onyx in it. They didn't have a member of Onyx in that. They movie. had a fake Coolio in that movie. Get out of here. No, no fake way. Coolio was in the one before that. <laughs> no, it was in Back to the Hood. I thought. No, it was in it Leprechaun. No, it's in the one before that. Hmm. Fake Coolio is in the one with uh, with Ice T. Mm. Okay. So okay. there we go. So yeah, the six best, better six disagree. movie, definitely. This. But I think that the point is, is like, it's absurd. Tanks bursting out yeah. of convoys. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Dude, that was so sick. Come Vin on. Flaming, you did not plane. expect that and it threw you. You know you got thrown being like, God damn, did a thing. tank just bust out of that motherfucker? Lips. <laughs> yes. Yes, it like, did. <laughs> how is everybody living? Through, I don't understand. Then like, was no. like Paul Walker? Was it Paul Walker? But- the yeah. car flipped upside down. He was just like looking at. It. I was like, "You would be dead!" Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, These like, how did how do they just not have neck pain? How yeah, do they just like, not have neck pain? I have neck pain and I don't do shit. <laughs> they're like, superhuman all the time. But I agree that they are superhuman. Mm. It just it's not explained why it isn't. So all of them that so Tyrese, The Rock, Michelle Rodriguez, all of these guys are superhuman car people car or law enforcement adjacent that is not what i think even seeing the one that i saw the 10 or whatever when i fell asleep i didn't even know that then like i still couldn't like it just seems ridiculous like it seems like oh this scene needs something crazy to happen so let's push the button for crazy and then something crazy happens and i'm like i didn't even know that these people had the ability there's two times of film where something happens that you're like, how? Why can they do? How can they? How did? How can he do that? Yeah. How right. could they do that? There's that no in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, he, times. The, I can say like three jump, times. I'm like, that's not possible. I started to write the perfectly <laughs> timed. That the perfectly happen. timed jump that where he happen. saves Letty's life by like smashing into a car at a billion miles an hour when he's jumping straight up out of a window. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like crank, it's... right? Like crank is like, but I kind of get it though. Jason Statham, you already know he's an operative kind of like superhuman person, so a crank. But he's also on drugs, so it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. the drugs is making him PCP level confident and strong. They, yeah, they you know? slowly but surely, and this is this. Remember, this is like six, so they've had to do this a lot. They slowly but surely up the ante on. Like shit, these guys, they don't try these things. It's a necessity. It's like Brian says in it. He says, you know, we're gonna do what we do best, improvise. Mm. 
Like that's when they get into their go mode. That's when they're like, okay, cool. The shit is going to ride. Everything we did, we got to where we need to go. Now we just need to get in there, take the thing from the fucking crazy guy Mm -hmm. and bail. And then we're good. I have another question. And that gets increasingly insane. What the fuck when he, so, which was a horrible acting job on Vin Diesel and The Rock. Um, when they were talking at the end of the movie and he's like, how much do you want for the, the, he was like, that's pretty expensive. And he's like, it is. And then he asked what the price was. And he just says like, was it the fucking, uh, it's uh, the address to his 1738. Home. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> it's like, it's not Wap. 1738. I was like, I was like does he like, want Fetty Wap? He wants Fetty yeah, Wap. I was like, it's Fetty Wap going to be in seven or like, like 2385 or something. It, it's, it's the address to his childhood home. He's asking for freedom because they so, have so wild amounts of free. charges on him. Yeah. So it's like, just mm. let us free and leave that. us and leave us alone. And we'll go hang out in my backyard and cook out, which is how everything ends all the time. He's just like, that's if how you leave us alone. Too. We're a peaceful th- bunch. But so isn't that bad writing? Because it's, it, it's, yes. it's bad writing because it's, it's almost like no one would know that. Like good writing is like, oh, and there's an Easter egg for people who watch five movies. But for someone that's never seen it, the conclusion of a movie shouldn't end with total confusion. I was so lost in what the fuck that meant. I just thought it meant like I mean, they show a, a shot with the mailbox and it has the numbers on them. Oh, well. Yeah. So but as still, they pan, I mean, but like it's small. I get it. No, you're not wrong. It's not really <laughs> He's they not wrong. For the they end of the movie, they should write be a little these, bit more like tactful. Like, oh, they write these two what? Like, it's a soap opera, so you yes, kind of need yes, to know yes, these yes, characters yes, a little yes. bit. I, okay, it's definitely I can see a that. soap opera. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like power. you know, I, d- Gary and I have had debates on whether or not we wanted to watch these. Mostly, Gary has said, "No, I never want to watch one of these." <laughs> and I've said, I'm so happy you "Really here. should." They're a lot of fun. Explain this, but you got to watch them in order. He has refused. I'm actually like it's kind of sad that you guys watched six. No, oh, and like oh. out of order, it, like watching them out of order, it truly isn't fun. There's, like that. there's no way I'm gonna watch another one. I think. Um, <sighs> I think Sorry, I'm done. Hurts, but Sorry, bro. but ten being the first one, I guess that I saw, mm-hmm. it seemed just as ridiculous. So it's not like, and I like bad movies. I like movies. Yes. If, you, like if you're ever laying around and the cable is available and you'd see the Fast and the Furious come on, just don't say no is all I'm saying. I Have an open can't. heart and an open mind. It has to be good, bad, or bad, yeah. bad. There we go. Like, see, I'm saying, yeah. as another connoisseur of bad movies, I think you're absolutely right. It is yeah. a good, bad movie or something that is just like so just be bad. bad all the way, yeah. yeah. Like Bloodsport 4 is one of the worst movies I've seen in my whole life. And Oof. there's a scene that you I could watch everybody. it independent of the other blood sports, though. It's not like oh, so dependent totally. on the other blood. You don't need it, it like this. It's nothing yeah. to do with it at all. It's just a random. They, I mean, you know, uh, Jean Claude is not even in the movie anymore. Some other dude, but there's a, there's a part when this guy um, he's screaming at. He's in the fighting at the end of the movie, and he's screaming at the guy in like the dome. And uh, one of like the fucking like rich people has like a pen in his jacket. It's like. Uh, suit jacket and it's sticking out and like this is a bad it's so stupid and so bad but it's so funny to me and it's like he leans over to like say something you're gonna die some really bad line like that and then the fake drunk claw guy sees it and he grabs the pen and he sticks it in the guy's ear and it's a click pen right so the blood is squirting out of the click part right <laughs> <laughs> and the guy stands up and he's like oh, and the blood is squirting this movie is so heart. much better than, no, than that he kicks the he's selling me one, but look, he's selling then, he me. Kicks, then he kicks the pen into his brain oh and oh, be, oh before he says I seem to misplace my pen he said that and then he kicks the pen into his brain and then he dies and he, he wins amazing. amazing but like that is you don't it's a good conclusion I don't know about amazing like, <laughs> it's a good conclusion because the movie sucks but the ending had a payoff that was like, oh, okay, this is worth sitting watching this movie for an hour and a half because, like, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. the end of this movie, I I was so confused. Like, I didn't know about Masha Rodriguez that she was a robot. I thought she was a robot, like, the whole time. Like, maybe cybernetic, like, 
they're gonna hack her. I, I thought so that's many things. That's not and entirely. Like, oh, she doesn't like, remember anything. And they said like, oh, yeah. don't worry about it. She doesn't remember anything. I was like, but she's standing right there. Like, why did she defend her? It's just, I, don't I mean, listen, so amnesia is. I I think we have to be kind to to the amnesia here. No, you know, but is it is it a real? Amnesia? It's a classic. Like, it's a classic soap opera trope. That they wanted to just put her in the movie again. That's kind of what it seemed like. Like, oh. Oh, she absolutely! Did do something oh, no, that no, summer, no, no. The, and the, she did the movie. What you're describing as paper thin and stupid is like some of my favorite. <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, all of this is true. It's total yeah. ridiculous. Like, what a waste of time! It's also like no. the greatest thing ever. My favorite thing in the movie is every scene. Is every scene where Tyrese and Luda interact with each other. Oh my God. Every it's single constant. Time. It's really great. bad, really bad lines on both of their paths too. But it's like, it's like talking it's, about his forehead and how <laughs> his head is big. It's the comic yeah. relief that we need in that moment is we, I need to see we these two people just like go back at each other back and forth. And it's somewhat they're winging it. I remember I saw uh, an interview with i think it was luda it was just something that came across my insta feed and basically he was like oh when the rock walks in and he's you know, like sh- shut that big ass forehead like right at the yeah. end it makes fun yeah. of tyrese yeah that was they there was another line there <laughs> he just made fun of he tyrese. just made that up and, and luda he was like now watch me and ludicrous like melts laughing after like a spit take it's like a spit <laughs> he was take. like oh god he got <laughs> and then tyrese being who he is he's like need all that man (laughs) well it's it seemed if i remember correctly it seems like they shot tyrese's response from another angle where he says like he's like it's not that big like that's yeah yeah, yeah. it's so good they're so fun he's like do you smell baby oil he's like why do i smell baby oil (laughs) in nine in nine they drive to space i just just so you know just i see that's (laughs) i mean so you know they go to space they your baby boys go to space and it's because you're not gonna watch it. Fuck it, I'm just gonna spoil so it. Is, it's so, so is that, sick. So is that so foreshadowing? Sick. They go to is space that, in a hoopty. So is that fuck? Is that foreshadowing then when, when Tyrese says at one point when he says that's not a plane, that's a planet? Is that that's are we leading? I noticed that too. It's like which is the kind of line like as a I writer. Maybe you should watch, it's pretty sick. As a writer, I could see that working really good on the page because you're just adding another letter to plane to say planet, but you don't right. pronounce those words the same like, way. Like Lost, the, the the TV show Lost. Yeah, these movies don't intend really to pick up fans. They intend to continue to entertain the cult members. But they the make more money it. each time. Like they're like like this. Yeah, was we like- keep paying more. Like the prices have gone up. It's been like a hundred years of these movies at this point. It's an inflation situation. Okay, <laughs> they started the beginning of time. <laughs> Thanks, President Biden. It's your fault. It's your fault. But like, you're the reason why there's 10 of these shit. genocide seriously it's just wild because like there's so many different like the interactions between tyrese and luda are just like they're the, they're they're corny they're mm. dumb jokes they're but they're the comic relief that i need in a movie totally. like this to keep it going I, yeah totally. i've seen so because like look i've seen movies way worse than this action movies that try to do sure. the comic relief thing and it's embarrassingly bad like yeah. i've watched multiple movies that starred Dennis Rodman and you have so that, have I actually and I've seen films oh. where they make him play the straight guy they make I'm him done play with my life like he's not that you're on you're doing this show uh <laughs> he's playing like the comedians are around him making jokes and yeah. he's supposed to be like the we gotta we gotta stop Serious. this criminal yeah and it's like no everyone else around him is just being it's like Dane Cook like everyone is just mm. off and so like I appreciate this in that kind of movie that if we're gonna do a trope to just be this premise of this film. And we're going to do the kind of bad dialogue and hilarious like camera angles, like towards the end at the barbecue when like the rock is looking yes. one way and like behind <laughs> him off to the side. Or something, it's right, so good. Is, they can't be in the same vicinity. They of are each other. speaking to each other, but they it's cannot so look at each other in the face in this there's, moment. There's conflicting, there's conflicting beliefs on the reality of what happens here but in real life the rock goes basically uh, you know in the heyday of twitter was like i'm like fuck vin diesel i don't want to work with him he's or maybe it was in an interview or something or it Mm -hmm. got posted twitter or something in any event he was like 
never again this a lazy terrible actor like he doesn't put the work in whatever he's not a good actor i no. he's really bad to me i think he's probably one Fair. of the most successful worst actors i've ever yeah watched yep yeah. uh he I'm was bad the- in that other movie that people say is amazing too which is ridiculous to me um i don't like a single other vin diesel movie with the think. with the shades and shit uh yeah, the other the chronicles great Chronicles yeah, the Chronicles game was fire. The game was sick, but Chronic that was not a good movie to me. Get that no, I think Vin Diesel is great in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie where he mm. plays a tree who says one sentence. Never seen those. He says, <laughs> "I am." I've never seen those. <laughs> he says, <laughs> "I am Groot," and that's all he voice. says. That's all yeah. he says. It's just his voice. He goes, "I am Groot," and that's it. I'm like, "That's the best Vin Diesel performance you're gonna Perfect. get." I don't care whatever line you give him. That's the best you're gonna get out of this guy. There's what about no, Triple like, X? I mean, Triple X is he the best? Triple X? <laughs> Hard to say. Q, it's let like me say this. Cube, right? Ice Cube like, killed it. Let Cube. me say this. Triple X, the third one, which is the Cube one, is the best of the series. Mm. I think. Yeah. I don't have sure. not seen the. I have not seen all of them, but I can say that anyone where it's Cube and not Vin Diesel has to be the best. Yeah, well, I think it's the best. Cube Ice Cube could do Triple X, but Vin Diesel could not do Jackie Promoter. Any Ice, that's how yeah, bad yeah. Vin Diesel is. <laughs> but I don't know that like Vin Ice Diesel Cube is. could do Fast and Furious. It really, yeah, oh, he could do Fast and Furious tomorrow. He uh-uh. could do tomorrow. I don't he think so. You got you, It's all gravitas, baby. Mm. We have to. It has to be terrible. You can't real. <laughs> There have been some people that come in and do real acting and stuff, yeah. and they like stand out and they have to go. Yeah, it has to all be like stern, serious, unless they're like cracking the box. <laughs> they're like yeah. off the clock. Yeah, it's a shame that we didn't watch the seventh one because if you get to the end of this and they show the like the introduction of, I will watch uh, the seventh Jason. one with you anytime. Not interested, but it's a shame <laughs> we didn't do that because. <laughs> Jason you're, you're Statham shows up, and Jason Statham yeah. is the action He's guy. So dope I will watch him do any movie. You mentioned then we Frank gotta Thor. do it. It's we great. gotta watch Seven. Then you're no, I'll watch. watch I'll go watch the Beekeeper. I'll go to the movie theater yeah. right now and catch the eleven thirty show in the Beekeeper. I already, the, or the, yeah. Well, first and foremost, the only thing I can really tell you, since you haven't seen the film, mm. is that the Beekeeper protects the hive. Thank you. Thank you. Good to know. Yep. Great. Great. That's all you need great. to know. That's it. That's all I can tell you. I'm not allowed to tell you anything else. <laughs> He's hitman, uh, you know. He's just gonna. He's gonna be so good. He's gonna be doing. I love that guy. So he's he's gray, man, for real. He is gray. <laughs> he's doing it well. He's yeah, gray, I think. yeah, he's gray. He's gray. <laughs> he just like so, shaves everything off, so you can't tell. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, Eric, before we let you go, hmm. you know, now that you have seen <laughs> one and a half of these movies, I guess where to say it, and you've been introduced yeah. to enough of these characters. I mentioned that the that the other one that I saw was Hobbs and Shaw, the spinoff with Jason Statham and The Rock. Yeah. Having seen one and a half of these movies, who would you spin off into their own film? Who do you think is worth actually giving their own film to, either as a single or as a duo? I'd be curious to know your perspective. I would I would go Luda and Tyrese. Mm. I feel like so they get like both, a little buddy cop kind of thing going. Yeah, buddy cop. They both. I feel like in their personal life, it would make sense because it's like they both don't really make music, and acting is their thing. And they're musicians that went into acting. I think people would like that, and I think they already have the rapport. So it'd be interesting. I'd rather watch that than the, you know, a Vin Diesel movie again. So I'd, I'd pick that. I'm just curious to see what that storyline would be. He's a hacker. I don't really know what Tyrese does. Um, I didn't get his character. He's just like comic relief. I didn't know what his special power was, but ludicrous. I don't. I like don't know that he. Smart. I think that like you know how the Transformers always have like a human around. Yeah, so Tyrese is just a regular person. Yeah, like he's a great driver <laughs> and a good mechanic. But I don't think that he like doesn't really display a superpower. You know what I mean? Like he he never really grew out of the great driver part. When we meet him, he's like wow in jail a lot. I feel like his character is the was arrested by Paul Walker. Four Four Brothers. It's like Tyrese from Four Brothers is in Crash and the Furious. This is the same character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. 
Wouldn't be the first time they pull somebody out of another thing and put him in this. Like Justin Lin, who directed this movie, his first like breakout feature was uh, a, a film that MTV distributed in like 2003 called Better Luck Tomorrow. I saw it in the theater. It's sort of about like these Asian kids who sort of just get into sort of criminal activity. And Han, Sung Kang's character, originates in that movie that has nothing to do with these films. But oh, wow. basically when uh, Justin Lin started doing these films, he brought his character over. So it wouldn't be the wow. first time that this has actually happened. You could conceivably take somebody from some other place and bring it into this. Oh, it's true. Just bring them into Oh, wow. Yeah. Which Justin Lin's cool, man. Which is why I think that you could do a spinoff of these with Ice Cube. I think you could bring Cube in. Why not? Just make it. Why not? Anything's yeah. possible. Why not? Yeah. Now it's you're starting to get the spirit of this thing. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, he can like that's how they make these movies. He can like <laughs> rocket out of a car falling off of a bridge and like save someone and then smash into the windshield of a car and be yeah. like, I love Holy you. Bond. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I even you. got I even got a name for it. It's are are we furious yet? Oh, that sounds awesome. Oh, man. Man. See, we could speak bridge words. See? X Do I get to answer this? No, we're so close. We're so close, Jeff. Do I get to answer? <laughs> yes. Tell us what your thoughts are. What would you, what would be your uh, your Letty, spinoff choice? A straight up spinoff of Letty kicking people's asses. Mm. She's awesome. We stand Letty. I mean, I've seen her in yeah, other I was stuff. Say, I enjoyed too. I love her in Girl Fight. Oh yeah, God. Yeah, that's sick. a great that's call out. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think that these films, having seen Hobbs and Shaw and this, I will say that I enjoyed Hobbs and Shaw more. It also had two actors who I love to see in movies, Jason Statham, Idris Elba. So you put those guys on screen. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I don't care what yeah. it is. I'm in. Statham's so, coming back for the next one. So uh, so all I'm saying get to theater, bro. I'll be wearing this <laughs> shirt. I'll be wearing this shirt and this chain and a big smile on my face. Uh, sorry. I'm going to be washing my hair that night. <laughs> yeah, you're washing your hair. Yeah. The chain, too, is the real accessory. It's like I yeah. really about it. I mean, once we got the shirt, it was like, well, we got it. I mean, they're just there, like a dollar. Just add Is that your only Fast and the Furious shirt or just your favorite one? It's my only one. It's my only one. I I try uh, not to go too overboard on these things, you know. Not, you know, I just ordered some, like, crap from China about it. Nothing crazy. Yes. Okay. Uh, but I do try to make it to opening night of these things. Mm-hmm. At least That's- opening weekend. I like to go with the family. One of them, I actually went down to North Carolina after seeing it once and went and saw it again with a friend of mine because he was also OG family <laughs> when he had moved. So I went and found my family and we familyed up and we watched the film. And I wore this shirt and the chain and I got him a chain and it was like truly one of the best days of his life. He has like 100 kids, so he never leaves the house. And they were like, oh, you got to go see the new Fast and Furious Jeffson Town. We went. And you went to go. To, you're a good friend too. So on top of that, you got. Well, I think that was eight. Boy, what a what a time! It sounds like the saddest chaining day ever. <laughs> two oh, two times in one day is crazy. No, not two times in one day. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you said they were like they were like three days apart. Oh, three days. Okay, uh, three days. Okay, well, time to absorb it. And get it in your system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I went there and saw it first, and then came back and watched it here in New York with the other family. My goodness. I love my... I listen. You love Fast and the Furious, bro. I respect it. Familia. Familia for life. Yeah, you love Fast and the Furious, bro. I'm never going to forget this. Really. Like, yo, I met this guy. (laughs) He really knows Fast and the Furious. Like, you really do, bro. Uh, I never met nobody. I know people that like the movie, and they know shit. But you have a a special je ne sais quoi about you. like, Because you know, but it's also like... It's not supposed to be better than it is. So you just accept it for what it is. I respect that. Well, I think we've, I appreciate, I super appreciate that because man, you know, some of it is obviously an act. I'm not like only watching these movies and, (laughs) you know, I I watch them, but every time they're on cable and we're flipping around, I'm like, you're going to leave it on there. I like cook or something and I'll look over and somebody's like, this is about family, and I'm like, it is. It is about family. Thank you. Wow. It's like comfort food at this point. You've come with me on a lot of life's journeys, Gary, and I'm truly not upset if this isn't one of them. I you forgive mean, you for for 
your wrongheaded assumptions and for being correct in some ways as well. I forgive you. I guess what you're saying is you're okay with the fact that I'm not going to go back and watch the previous five films. And then I don't, the I, what I want you to four... do, and this is all I can ask is that you never say never that maybe one day we could just be sitting there and be like, you know what? Toss one on. I don't want to think about nothing. I just want to see the boys come back to town. I just want the boys being in town again, back. Now, there. if it's grandma's boys, then yeah, I'm definitely interested in that. No, totally. We've still never watched that together. I would totally watch that with you. No, it's Again, a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. No pressure. I think that you would very much enjoy it if you started from the beginning, if you started from the start. I, I feel really like that. But I feel if like you don't want to, there's no reason for me to scream at you about it. It's not going to happen, I don't suspect. But like, I do want to give never some grace. Never. I want to give some grace here because like, that movie was fun. Come on. It's like there are things that I thought were absurd and we definitely talked about it. Of course. Not. But like it's absurd. A... It's as general rule. It's the sixth one. It's fucking yeah. absurd. It's but, over the top. Yeah. It's impossible. Sure. It's... We we I just love it. I love that they're superheroes, but they're not defined as such. I love that the like the writing has to depend on itself and not on like source material. I love that it continues to grow in its weird legend as it goes along. Because, like, to be honest with you, I don't want the looky loos coming in for number 10. I like that it was like a group of people that know this film that went there opening weekend. This like, is we're, not we're some a family, like, Gary. No, this is this is we're a, a family. international blockbuster. Family. You guys family. are not a cult. Family. This is an international family. blockbuster. Family. Lots of people have family. seen this. You are consuming family, pop culture of family, the poppiest culturist family, moment. family, family, family. This isn't family, convincing me. Family, 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 family. It's the Cabbages Podcast Network.